I've got about 10 seconds to tell you about how you can get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win a five-night trip to the New York Comedy Festival while you're there, too. But I've run out of time. We are Absolute Radio, and right now you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. It's Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and it's not the weekend podcast. I'm with Emily Dean, and I'm with the cockerel. I can't find you something. Well, I could sneeze. Oh uh, yeah, go on. I've got a sneeze. Oh, it's gone now. So oh, well, the, mo- the moment's gone the way, now. Let's face it. I was thinking if if you if you're going to have uh, the cockerel, I was, what about this for my jingle? Hello, Mr. Radio. If I can get people to call me Mr. Radio. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. About face, that would represent. I just, I'd do it just because I know Chris Evans would be so upset he hadn't thought of it first. (laughs) (laughs) Because I bet bet at home, I I bet he he makes his family and friends call him Mr. Radio. Mm. That's my guess. You're going to have to start wearing a a polka dot shirt now. Hello, Mr. Radio. Eddie Izzard used to be known as Mr. Radio, didn't he? No, did he? Maybe not. I know he's a tranny. I said, I know, I know. know. I just, I just knew it was radio. There was a radio element. Fine. That's all I remember. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I respect him and admire him for it. Um, although he does look a bit like too much like Barney Rubble for a, for a lady dress. But you know, good old is it? Anyway, the hands are always the giveaway. Are they? Mm. What on? Uh, well, they've put too much nail polish on. Oh, the cockerel's done his jingle. There it is. Yeah, yeah oh, there you go. Um, they put nail polish on. You see, and women don't what, wear cross dressers. Yeah, women don't wear nail polish. They, do, they definitely do. They don't do it in the way that cross dressers do. This is all getting a bit tricky. Also. I think yeah, I exactly. could get away with it. I've got quite effeminate, lovely hands. hands. Oh, yeah. this is not a podcast, is it? This needs <laughs> like to be a television programme. I like man. Uh, man illustrates his gentle hands <laughs> on radio. <laughs> Actually, not radio. What is it? What is a podcast? Ether, isn't it? Somewhere in between radio and not radio. Anyway, now we've established what we are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on with it. Um, yeah, so... Uh, oh, oh I had a, I've had a difficult... I've had a difficult oh. week, I'll be straight. Why? Well, I've often spoke... Um, spoken, sorry, on... Um, I was back to the wagon wheels from last week's show. I was. Uh, I often go to a nine quid hairdresser in uh, Soho, in um, in London, and um, it's a very cool place. I must say, it's in the centre of Soho, and it's the sort of place when I'm, often when I've been having my hair cut in there, they're all sort of Australian people, you know, travellers, people who are, you know, they talk about they, they were clubbing the night before and all that kind of stuff, and often people will nip in. Someone will come in and say, oh, oh, Steve, Steve. And they'll come in and go, oh, hello, darling. You know, oh, man, what a night I had last night. I was at velvet till four o'clock in the morning. And I don't like the sound of velvet. No, well, I've made that up because I can't think of any real names. <laughs> the, Frank, and and then were... I went across to um, Abercrombie for an hour. And then it was horse meat. <laughs> yeah, and then back to horse meat. Are there a lot of what I call flamboyant bachelors working there? there, there? there not, not working there, but oh. they're off, they often pop oh, okay. in. Oh, OK. I but can read between the lines. Mm. On yeah, that, so. but it's cool. It's very cool. Anyway, I was walking past there the other day on my way somewhere else, and I thought this is my opportunity to be one of those people who <laughs> nip in when they don't want a haircut. They're just passing socially. I thought I'm going to be one of the in crowd, and I was quite excited about it. And there's a, there's a very nice uh, woman who works there who often cuts my hair. Who's leaving soon and going back to Australia. 
So I thought, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd just make sure that I, I had one last haircut with her. So I met her when she was leaving. So I thought, this is a golden opportunity to be, to be one of those. Mm. Hey! Just nipped in. <laughs> so um, I went in and everybody stared at me like, a, like a, I'd walked into a Wild West saloon. <laughs> for a start up. And she was cutting someone's hair. And I went at her. And, 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 she's, and I said, oh, I just went. And she sort of went, what? <laughs> oh, oh. God, oh. I'm into cringe mode now. And there was a real sense of, can't you see I'm busy about that? And it was, oh, it was like Bradley Walsh had turned up at the Mobos. Oh. <laughs> it was so, I, I realised I could never be one of the people that just drop into these hairdressers. And people were staring at was kind of, what's he doing in it? What's this old guy? Like I picked up my daughter from the disco or something. It was absolutely excruciating. And I'm not sure now if I'll ever be able to have my hair cut there again. I don't want you going back there. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't like the fact oh. all the all smiles when the money's jangling around oh, and the nine what, pounds. The nine quid, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I'm flashing my nine quid. They'll it's take, a story. I, I think it's when you started uh, the tip. After the tip furore, that's what's happened. Maybe, but there's seems... Do you round it up? Do you round it up to a ten? Do I don't. I, I don't want to write them offers, but I just felt, oh, I sewed on the wrong. Th- I, when I walked away, mm-hmm. I honestly, my shoulders were so in cringe mode. <laughs> I bet you I was eight inches shorter than my normal stature. <laughs> I just, I could, my breathing had gone a bit shallow. Oh. <laughs> it was a bit like, that. oh god, it was terrible. And then I went to the cinema to see Captain America. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What was and, it like? Uh, well, it started watch? off. Pardon? What did you watch? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I find he's... T- I don't like that he didn't know where to put his shield. <laughs> it, it won't fit in that it's thing. bad enough when people bring luggage with them, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. But anyway, so I got in there and uh, the film's about to start, so I put me, me 3D glasses on. And then um, I noticed that um, no one else had put their 3D oh, glasses fine. on. Oh, the shame. And then there was a woman who turned and sta- really <laughs> stared at me. I mean, in a hostile, <laughs> in a real, what, what, what are you doing with those on? And I thought, I really started to lose my confidence and thought, oh, maybe, is it not 3D? And I, I got... And she was looking at me, and, and, and she was very 3D. She was leaning over the back of the chair. Anyway, the film started, and I thought, these fools haven't realised that this is 3D, you know. And it started, and I thought, is this, is it, or is it? I, saw, I thought I saw some traces of, of 3D-ness. 3D. Do you know what I mean? And I, I kept the glasses on for a bit, and then I thought, no one else has got them on. It isn't 3D. That's the worst thing that's so, ever happened in your life. And this woman still kept looking back at me as well. <laughs> it may not be the worst thing ever. It's the worst thing that's ever happened in his life. That's <laughs> awful. It, I don't think it was quite as bad as the nine quid hairdressers. <laughs> at least I, it was dark. Can we just backtrack somewhat? I need to. I need more specific information. Had you brought <laughs> along your own 3D glasses from home? No. Or you'd bought them in the cinema? Well, I hadn't oh. bought them. They hand them out on oh, the way in. they hand them out? But, I mean, it was a multi-screen, so they might have been handing them out for another oh, 3D yeah. movie. I'm sure oh, it said thanks. Captain America 3D outside. Anyway, I stuck with them for about <laughs> ten minutes, <laughs> knowing, having realised it just wasn't 3D, and I thought, maybe I can kid them that these are my long-distance glasses that I yeah. put on. <laughs> and this woman kept looking back to see if I'd still got them on. Oh, it was so terrible. And they look like, I know those 3D glasses, they're a bit like snide Ray-Bans. 
Yeah. Because I produced them once for a meeting, a business meeting. It wasn't a good look. <laughs> what, instead of my Ray-Bans. 3D glasses on for a, for no, a business I meeting? No, I had my... They looked like my Ray-Bans, and I'd kept them in after watching a film, and I kept them in my bag, and I went, bye-bye, bye-bye, and I went to, and I put the 3D glasses on. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was awful. Well, this is almost as embarrassing as Frank wearing the <laughs> cinema. <laughs> oh, it was, non- it was... Film. I felt one person walked out of the cinema and I wondered if they'd looked at me and thought, oh, God, I haven't got my glasses. And then, then I would have felt even worse. But they, they, they came... They sat... When they came back in, they sat further back. Right. And I think they went out to get glasses for a, a non-3D film. They actually went out to get them. <laughs> down to me. <laughs> uh, but it was... Oh, it's awful. Oh, Frank, it's, yeah. it's not a good week. I shouldn't, this shouldn't be, I've got international representation. <laughs> shouldn't be happening to me. I should be cosseted from these sort of things in life. Yeah, you need a handholder. I once uh, went to see, I think it was last year, a, a Toy Story film in Edinburgh and uh, went to the toilet partway through, absentmindedly pushed on the door right next to the cinema screen. Noisy film, you know, a bit distracted. And... Uh, Walked out the wrong door, ended up in a fire escape, and couldn't get back in. <laughs> couldn't get back in the door. But all one of it cheating husbands. I was in this weird sort of, you know, these other in like in a in a big multiplex bits where you're outside, and I'm going, well, I, I can't get back in. I'm in this oh, weird no. sort of car parky fire. I think you're going to say there was a man with like a big reel of film on a thing. <laughs> a man from the 1950 smoking a roll-up cigarette. <laughs> yeah, but I'd gone out the How fire did, escape. And so I, did you have to leave the cinema in I, the end? I, had to, I thought I was going to have to walk right round the block back in the front door and go, I've, I've just gone to the toilet, I'm actually already in the film. But as it was, I got my fingertips right under the bottom. I just got to the of toilet. The... Have you got any napkins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've myself as well, yeah. No, I, uh, I got my fingers right under the bottom of the door and created oh. enough of a pull oh, to The get... cockerel went a bit born identity. I, yeah. I had to, I had Love to. It. I bet the whole audience was watching that steadily <laughs> opening door. Yeah. Oh, and then had to come back in and then go to the toilet. It was all very embarrassing. I must, I'd have gone to the toilet in the corridor, having gone that far. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't have bothered even going into the corridor. Yeah, no? It was uh, awkward, definitely. Yeah, but not as bad as the 3D glasses. No, yours is What awful. was mind your own business? If this woman, if I, if I wanted to watch with, you know, mind your own business, I'm really staring at me. Yeah, you might have had a... <laughs> Might have had a gammy eye under there. Yeah, it could have been. It could or have been anything. it could have been a, an affectation, a style yeah. affectation. Yeah. And what's wrong with that? Well, yeah, it could have been. Uh, could have been Timmy Mallet having an <laughs> afternoon out, just, just trying to take a bit of the gaudiness off his shirt. Perhaps <laughs> that's it. Perhaps in the darkness, you're thinking, is that Timmy Mallet <laughs> or is it not? Oh, I, don't know. I think he's an artist oh. now, Timmy Mallet. Timmy is Mallard is I, an artist. I to me, he whoa, always... Whoa, 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 whoa! To me, Frank, he always was an artist. Yeah? It's a difference of opinion there. To me, he was always a buffoon. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's an artist. Of what nature? I, I don't know what... I'm sure I saw some of his work somewhere. Are up, you getting confused with Neil Buchanan? <laughs> no. Oh, OK. Who was Neil Buchanan? He was of Art Attack fame. Oh, I remember Art mm. Attack. No, no yeah. I'm not getting Lots of urban Are you getting confused with Rembrandt? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Tony Hart. Is it Tony Hart? Yeah, Tony Hart. Yeah, he's now a wacky DJ. <laughs> he's, no. he's, I'm afraid he's no longer with he's us. He's no longer oh, with us. 
No. Has he morphed? He's Cockroach. Oh, marvellous. Oh, he was just wearing those Apache scarfs, Tony. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the Apache scarf? And a white, a white crew neck. With like a brass, um, like a, like a brass ring mm. that the two yes. ends of the scarf used to go through. Yeah. Yes. Well... He was flamboyant. It's jokes like that morph one that got our cockroach onto uh, just a minute. I think that would, I think that would be regarded as too topical <laughs> for just a minute. <laughs> no, I well, was. Well, no, the cockroach. We had. Uh, I know this. I didn't hear. It, I'm afraid cockroach. But we did have an email in saying, "Hi, Frank and gang. I listened to just a minute the other day with Alan Cochrane, and very good it was too. That was from Tony Grove. You see." Anyone who listens to Radio 4 Comedy is going to say, and very good it was yeah. too. <laughs> Everything about it. I think the laughs on just a minute. Is there an audience there? They feel yes. like they've kept laughs from 1950s radio programmes. and you, Nobody laughs like that anymore. Ha, 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 ha. Those people do. Do they? <laughs> yes, they still do. They're there. Yeah, my parents do, to be fair. Yeah. Do oh, they? they were. Mm, very much so. Well, your, I can, I've never met your parents, but I can imagine them being um, Radio 4 sort of people. Oh. Am I right? I love Radio 4, but there is there, just a minute, and um, I'm sorry I haven't a clue, do seem to be from a completely different decade. So it was mm. you, For me, you were representing are. the modern world. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I, I like it. That's, I'm not saying I don't like it. It's, uh, I did. A, I did. Um, I didn't do it. I did. You know, there's versions of it all under all over the world. I did uh, the Alaskan. Um, it's called just an Inuit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, very. You, you do the talking for a minute, but there's also some competitive snowballing <laughs> to as a tiebreaker. Now, what I like about it though is that you said something funny on it, and Nicholas. It wasn't an answer to anything. You just said it. Oh, and Nicholas Parsons said, uh, "Well, I'm accepting that interruption, but I liked um, your your remark, mm-hmm. Alan. So I'm giving you a point for that. Mm. And I love that that mm. that he's broken down witty conversation into point scoring <laughs> opportunities. Like, some sort of somewhere in Nicholas Parsons. Imagine he has like he's in an enormous nerve centre at home <laughs> with like a, a slightly shiny blue screen like they have at the at the centre of the O2 network. Yeah. And he's there and he's got a sort of a banter league table. <laughs> and he's you know, he's moving things around the table like little flags. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, I think that's probably exactly how his mind works. <laughs> but yeah, I thought I thought you were splendid on me. Oh, I, I saw you as our representative. Oh well, I I feel like my career is moving into radio <laughs> yeah. with every day. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't have everything. <laughs> <laughs> I do slightly worry about a, a panel show where Giles Brandreth is regarded as the jewel in the crown. I'm not no. sure he is. Oh, is, he, thought, is he a regular? Then? I got the feeling yeah. on this on that he was Definitely he was the real he was the star. Oh, is he? Josie Lawrence as well. She wasn't she gets, on it. She gets the work. I All think work um, the, I think some of these new comics might have replaced her. No oh. names, no Patrick. <gasps> oh. <laughs> but it was... Uh, I, 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 uh, I very much... I, I, when I'm in the car, I like to combine listening to a Radio 4 mm-hmm. with listening to um, a series of audio CDs. That's what I'm... I, oh, dear. Yeah. I, I, I do, all my music listening seems to be at home now. In mm. the car, I, I want I want the spoken word. It's company more than anything. Yeah, because mm. I do long distances on my own. You see, to uh-huh. football matches mainly. Oh, is it? Yeah, Kath won't do a football match, so um, it's it's become my garden shed, yeah. my car that I sit <laughs> in there for hours listening to stuff. Mm-hmm. And I actually recorded an audio book uh, this week. I did um, I did Ozzy Osbourne's "Trust Me, I'm Doctor Ozzy." 
Oh. So you read it. I read it. I also read his autobiography before. I am one of my You're jobs. like you're Ozzy Osbourne's interpreter. I'm his voice. <laughs> yeah. If he um if he has some terrible illness and loses his voice, they'll want me to record the you know, the sort of Hawking sound box thing. <laughs> That'll why be do me. they get why don't they get him to do it? He won't do it. Oh. He just, he won't. just won't do it. I don't he won't know, be told. I don't know what his sight reading's like to, oh. be, to, to be up front. <laughs> and Frank, it's the jangling of the bracelets. Well, that's that You can't well. get rid of it. So I don't do it as him. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing all that. I, I, you could. You've got yeah, skills. No, I couldn't do that. I mean, we're talking, I mean, I was in there for uh, ten hours. Yeah, you'd come out lightheaded. <laughs> yeah, I would, mm. yeah. Um, so I, I think they think I'm the nearest thing to it. But I like the fact that they're, they're sold in America, these things. So in America, they've got <laughs> me being Aussie <laughs> But I'll tell you what the highlight of the day was for me. They, um, you know I like a pencil? Mm. Oh. The pencils in this studio were made from reconstituted newspaper. No. And you can see, I've got one here. Really? So you can Does see that replace in the, your What Would Emily Do pencil? Well, oh, nothing could good. replace that. Oh. But if you look at the tip of that, you can you can see a hint of pass me, um, newspaper pass me the tip, in Alan. This Oh is, yeah. I've passed the pencil to the cockerel. <laughs> the, the cockerel's He's effeminate hands are now passing his pencil. Emily around. Dean. <laughs> Emily Dean, who wears a leopard print scarf for the purposes of this pencil examination. Leo print, actually. Leo print. <laughs> mm, what does that mean? Beautiful. It's a fashion term. Surely Leo the is time. the lion yeah. that has no print. It's called I'm Leo. I'm handing the pencil back to Frank now. Thank That's you. lovely, Frank. Made from... Uh, so I feel I'm not killing any trees or anything when mm. I'm writing with this. Mm. That is good. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Yes. <laughs> How dare you? Is that your saying or is that something? I think it's a well-known saying. Is it? Yeah. It's the first time. Is it a bit like um, mirror signal manoeuvre? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. They well, probably have it down at the dump. I spend a lot of time at the dump. Do you? Yeah. What, in a seagull suit? <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of that. Yeah. Uh, never mind the dump. Frank, uh, we've been talking about... <laughs> the Sex, new panel the sex Pistols <laughs> album that never really sold well. <laughs> we've been talking about Alan... And mm. his big moment this week. I don't know if it's his big moment. It was a big moment. Okay, it was a big moment. Can we talk about me? My big moment was never mind the dump. But that's a, <laughs> a different story. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just talk about me briefly? Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, I had a bit of a celebrity night out last week. Well, you don't say. Well, I do say. <laughs> I very much say. I went to the recording of, it may have escaped your notice, it may not have, but uh, Jonathan Ross's show is back. He's well, a close yes. personal friend of mine. I know that. Uh, and I went to the recording of his first show. Mm. I'm just pausing here for you all to be impressed, but <laughs> wow. no one said anything. Well, we're, we're, we're agape. I'll, I'll give you a wow. <laughs> I certainly am. I had a bit of green room action. I love a bit of green room action. Mm. Mm. There were some good guests. Well, there were, yeah, oh, very good Adele, guests. Adele, lovely. Yes. Loved her, very down to earth. Was she rolling in the deep? No. We don't play enough of her on Absolute. Do I we? often think really? that. I love Adele. We send them Do you? An email well, you know when you meet someone and you just suddenly think... I you bet look. she's very down to earth. Is, <laughs> is she down to earth? Very down to I earth. I knew she'd She took her wheels off. She went, oh, God, he's killing me. 
brilliant. Yeah. She was like that. And then yeah, Lewis give, Hamilton. Give her two years of success. No. My dressing room hasn't been painted in the last two weeks. Sorry. Lewis Hamilton, the skin on the man. The the glowing skin on the man. Maybe he's sending... He's spending his unpaid British taxes on moisturising, <laughs> being as he is a tax exile. It's a waste cooped up in that car. <laughs> well, like, you'd have to moisturise that fat. If you're driving around yeah. at, at 200 miles an hour, that's going to dry the skin out the on the G-force face. G-force. He right. had extraordinary skin. Did he? Did he? Oh, lovely. And very short hair. And so neat. So did neat. You, the neatness of the trimmed beard. Did you ask him what moisturiser he used? Or no, I didn't, but I did have a makeup incident. Because I met him in the makeup room. That's where you chat. You know, a bit like you went into the hairdressers. The pits, as you yeah. call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we were in the makeup room chatting. How tall is Lewis Hamilton? Oh, he's li- well, I had four and a half inch heels on. Right. And I'd say he was about <clears throat> my height, which would have made me 5'7 with the four and a half See, inches. he looks little, doesn't he? I think he's about 5'6 and a half, 5'7. Yeah, yes. I've had him pegged slightly above that, but I've, I've never met him. Well, he was next to J-Row, and J-Row's very tall. Uh-huh. Who? Jonathan Roth. Oh, that's the you know, it's J-Row now. I, I got that. I don't know why, but I do. No, I... So, um, <laughs> Jonathan was about to go on, and I said, oh, well, good luck, good luck. Went to kiss him. That was great. And then afterwards, he came off, we all said, great show. I noticed a massive makeup stain on his jacket. Oh. I know. Well, it was either me, or it was Adele, or it was SJP. I'm going to have to watch this back now and... <laughs> And look for it. Which, which lapel am I looking at? I felt at? so responsible, Frank, and I don't know if he'd noticed it. I haven't even fessed this up to him. I hope they can fix it in the HD. But, yeah. you see, that's happened to me before. I did it with Anton Dubeck once. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, and... I was wrong about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. hmm. And what you kissed hands on the orange back. smear on the jacket. It was yes. awful. No, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> the orange smear, I think, is, is, is that this should be his boxing name. <laughs> and now Anton, the orange smear de Beck. <laughs> and he come in bounding in in, in, in a uh, silk. Used to be an orange silk um, dressing gown with the hood. And on the back it said the orange smear. <laughs> well, I didn't know what to do, because he's very... When he when he kisses you, hello, Anton, he's very... He gets up close and personal, and he often makes a comment. It's hard to kiss anyone from a distance, to no, be fair. No, but there's, there's ways. There's ways and ways. Oh, right? is he, does he take advantage? No, he doesn't take... A, well, yeah, he does a bit. Yeah, is he the plasticine um, chess guard <laughs> man, taking the imprint? But no, I left a massive smear, and I, I, he seems the type that would be quite meticulous, if you know what I mean. I'd oh. certainly had him down as meticulous. He's a yeah. meticulous bachelor, I think. Is he? Yeah. Well, I don't know, you see. Um, well, anyway, we won't go into that. No, I, let, no, let's I not think, go into that. I think... Um, I think <laughs> now you mentioned it, I think he might be a bit of a ladies' man. Oh. Dubeck. Yeah. So you think? Whereas I be... thought he was a bit of a lady, <laughs> <laughs> but now I think he's a bit of a he's a man about town. Oh, is he? Mm. Well, what was difficult about the um, makeup on the collar was that what do you what, do? Anton's or Jonathan's? Uh, well, both really. See, Anton. I mean, people have to get a good grip on Anton <laughs> on that show, don't they? You can't get any purchase if he's covered in sort of oily substance. <laughs> but that's the trouble. I said that to him at that wrestling thing we did for charity. <laughs> Half Nelson, I said, I'm though. lucky if I can get a quarter. <laughs> Sorry. You must have had that, though. Have you had women kiss you hello or something or embrace you and then... Not since the 80s. <laughs> I haven't. I've never 
had a, a makeup smear on any of my clothing really? from a from an affectionate kiss by a lady. And if it happened, I'd have to kill her just for the good of my marriage. She'd have to die. It's uh, I mean, it's an accident waiting to happen. I I, I have to say. It's you know, a real issue. I, I think it, it's partly not you, is it? Surely it's... Um, didn't you say another guest was Sarah Jessica Parker? Well, I wondered whether She's it might be SJP. She's got a lot of face. She's got a big <laughs> old face, hasn't she? Mm. And has she had those... She uses a roller. Did she have moles or... Because that would be I like a dotter bingo pen, wouldn't it? If she had the... Uh, SJP's got moles? I thought she had out. moles, but I think they might have gone. I think they might have gone. I didn't yeah. know. What do you mean, gone? I think she had I them, didn't examine. I think she had them dealt with. Did she? I don't oh, remember her moles. Oh, I might be thinking In of that. In SATC, she had I think them. I might, I might be thinking of the guy from DL and Pasco. <laughs> what did they do? <laughs> They're off. Hello. They're off. They've gone top. <laughs> <laughs> what happens to all those moles? <laughs> yeah, there's just a bucket of them out the back of oh. the I hope there's no phone calls to Cocoa Pops <laughs> going on. That's that all I can say. Awful. <laughs> well, I... I th- when you think, if you actually stand back from oh. the makeup on collar situation, yes. now it is a ludicrous situation. The mm. whole thing is ludicrous. I mean, mm. forgive me for saying, but if look, they're painting my flats at the moment, when I walk in, there's a big sign that says "wet paint." <laughs> Consequently, I don't go near it, so I don't get yes. stuff on my clothes. Mm-hmm. Whereas women don't seem to feel any need for that. Where's the warning with women? Wet face. You will. <laughs> Powdery face. There's some we, if you stand back from it, it just it it feels a bit weird mm. because I isn't there somewhat strange if you think about it that people go out in a sort of disguise. Yeah, mm. I'm including you, Emily Dean, <laughs> and on this. You know, I, mean, I like, don't think the word including. I think aiming it at you is well, perhaps no, the word you're no, searching for. No, I'm thinking the whole general, certainly not aiming. But if I said to you, a funny thing happened to me this week, I went along to Jonathan Ross's chat show, and I went as uh, the IVF pioneer Robert Winston. <laughs> you'd think, that's a bit, what? You did one, I was kissing Jerica, Jerica, Sarah Joseph Parker, and when I pulled back, she'd got an enormous moustache. Then it, I realised it'd come off me, and it was there. You'd think, what kind of a story is... What do you no. mean you went as another person? But if you said, I went along and I shaved and had a bath, I'd think, congratulations. That's a bit different. It's all, it? No, it's not. It's personal grooming. It's improving your appearance. It's a disguise. That's all it is. Shaving is a disguise, It's then. like it's being someone else. If Shaving I went out, is a disguise. If I said I went out... I decided I, I'm going to do the show as a South African... <laughs> Today. You should all have beards. Welcome here to Absolute Radio. I mean, people say, I said, it's my makeup voice. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up about it. I mean, it's I... like those women on the makeup counter. Yeah. Right? You don't, it's all right. We know, we know what you're selling. You don't have to cover yourself in Wear it. it all. I... I can't, I'm afraid I can't join into this. This is how I earn my living, I'm afraid. Well, not on the makeup so. counter. Yeah, don't, don't bite the hand that feeds. Oh, exactly. <laughs> if I go into a gentleman's outfitters, though, mm-hmm. I don't expect them to wear a like, suit, waistcoat, overcoat, scarf. I say, it's all right. I don't mind looking at it on the shelf. Well, no, they don't tend to in cancer research. I love the idea you go into gentleman's outfits. I certainly do. <laughs> Something for the weekends. So. But they don't, wear, they don't have to wear all the stock, but the makeup no. women. I like them to wear the stock, you see. I want no. to see what I'm getting. Their yeah. heads are much smaller, you know, when, they, when they're cleansed. Yeah. <laughs> they have to have two hats. They have to have their non-makeup hat and their makeup hat. 
Right. It's, it's, it's a half an inch difference. Mm. <laughs> Elton John's wig. So I think it's about time women just, you know, had n- just gave up on the makeup thing. Now, there is something slightly ridiculous about it, though, but I occasionally have that when shaving my face. I yeah. do think this is silly. Like, just have I'm, a beard. I'm using a bit of sharpened metal to scrape hair that could grow on my face. This is ridiculous. Go Kitson. I have lots mm. of moments like that. I sometimes have a beard. I'm on off. It's a movable feast. <laughs> I had a moment of uh, a moment of extraordinary ridiculousness this week. Twice, in fact, not even once. I, uh, as as you know, I I'm the owner of a whippet. Yeah. And, um, you didn't shave it. I. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, she, she was caked in makeup, gave me a kiss, and it left it on my suit. What, is she ex-lab? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean Labrador, I mean no, laboratory. No, no, she's not. Okay. Um, anyway, I've been taking her out for a run to the local meadows. Taking and, a whippet for a run is quite hard work. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, she can really go. Um, but Don't touch a of, dish. Bit of <laughs> I mean, ever. <laughs> she's uh, she's fine. I uh, I, print, I pretend to eat her food, don't I? Oh, um, of course, yeah. But <laughs> she's uh, she's fine with the dish. But what what I have noticed a bad habit of hers is um, deliberately rolling in fox poo. Oh, deliberately. That's... And it's quite smelly. Fox really poo. smelly. And uh, what do they eat? Poultry. Bins. Foxes. Yeah. Foxes, I'm not sure what they, they eat. bins. But they eat out of bins, so the food is rotting. I think so that's you've not got to smell. mixed up with the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Yeah. <laughs> I know, because I uh, I used to roll in homeless droppings on a regular basis. <laughs> Did you? And uh, you could smell the bins on them. <laughs> no, why do they roll in fox I think, excrement? I think um, it's because they want to disguise their own smell because it apparently helps them in the hunt. They think that the the prey won't smell, oh, that's a whippet coming up behind me. You'd think really? that the prey would think that's something covered in fox poop coming up behind me. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why they do it, but it's a the it's prey a thing. thing. Oh, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. That, that is... The whip, it's not trying to attract... There isn't a lo- some local beagles he's got his eye on yeah. that he's trying to draw it. I've never heard of this phenomenon no. before, the rolling in fox. Well, let me tell you, it's led to quite a weird thing. Twice this week I have had to wash my whippet and then... Uh, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like It does, one. doesn't it? Twice this week I've had to wash my whippet and rub tomato sauce in it. When my wife said, oh, you rub tomato sauce in her fur, I was like... Okay, this is obviously some prank, and then you phone everyone going, "Yeah, yeah, I got him to rub tomato sauce into the dog." Um, but no, that is apparently the advice. It neutralises the odour. So I had this weird moment of standing in my own garden. Has rubbing... She got mixed up with a hot dog. <laughs> yes. <it got. laughs> I was rubbing Sainsbury's organic serious. tomato ketchup into my dog. What a weird world this is. Isn't it was strange. I've never, ever heard of that before. And what no. level of trial and error did they go through before they went, yep, tomato sauce neutralises lo- fox poop smell? Actually, and and when it n- dries. now you come to mention it, uh, when... Um, I remember David Badil used to do it when we worked with uh, Basil Brush. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have to uh, smear him with mayonnaise. <laughs> no, it's it's a strange tale and, and no mistake. Oh, like a strange tale. I mean, if anybody <laughs> wants to email in with an alternative to Fox... And did it work? Tomato, ketchup. I think 
it works a bit in neutralising. Presumably, the smell. she smells the tomato ketchup what, after. What, what I did was uh, put the tomato ketchup in, and then five minutes after that, I washed her again with a bit of soap and water. So Blimey. she's getting a lot of washes. I oh, only yes. we had into she- my day. She- it's eating into my day. Shep, my last dog, he was. Um, he died at 18. I, I think I remember washing him once in all the time we had him. I put him in the bath. I remember he... he st- <laughs> I, put about, I put about three inches of soapy water in. It was like World War Two all over again. And I put him in there and uh, I stood him up and he, he slipped and he started to panic and he... St- <laughs> <laughs> he started kind of running on the spot like in Tom and Jerry, <laughs> trying to stand up. I could hear the dog nails hitting the, the enamel of the bath. <laughs> and he was, he, had, he, was, he was sort of running on the spot and he sort of built up his own froth behind him <laughs> from the thing. And he, he really kept trying to get out and stuff and he really didn't like it. And I, I didn't like, uh, I didn't in, enjoy the undercarriage elements of the wash. But oh, when, no. when you saw all that froth, you thought, this this could be a, a gap in the market for a firm party here. Is that what they're doing well, in Ibiza? I don't, I don't know if they exist, well, did they? What, they take a step... We need step to ask our other producer. What's a dog? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, God, that is... Uh, but you yeah. see, I'm quite jealous because of the access the Whippet had to the fox. <laughs> the access to fox poop? Well, no, not the poo. Oh, they don't go but near But do you know action. my feelings about foxes, Alan? No, I, I don't. don't know if you're aware. I do not know. Oh, I'm quite fond of a fox. Oh, really? That's what I wanted to buy them oh. as a pet, but Frank deterred me. He was worried that I dress it up in his suit. I think it, on didn't you deter your dog as well? <laughs> 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 No, it's a strange fascination. I'm obsessed. There was a, but I, there was a woman this week. She was a Birmingham, and she apparently, <laughs> she said she woke up on uh, oh, I, in the morning, yes. and a fox was sitting on her chest. Yes. Oh. Is it true, that story? She's got a picture of it, Frank. She's Tony, her a... husband, went out for a smoke. Oh, I mean, she's got a picture of... It looks to me that that could... It looks like it's in a magazine rack. <laughs> Where is it in the house, that picture? It's of in the... the bedroom. It just leapt off the bed. I recognise but... some of the interiors. Well, it looks to me like, a, like an oven glove in a magazine rack. Tony went out downstairs for a smoke in the morning, and that's how the fox got in. She was terrified. She said it. Now that's my fantasy. That's my absolute fantasy. Fox, to wake Foxy up in under the bedroom. A fox. Oh no. Foxy in the bedroom. Foxy I'd have it in the bed. In the bedroom, I, know. I also noticed that this woman had a picture of her bedroom and she had russet coloured <laughs> cushions on the bed. And I thought, that's what. She's woke up. There was a russet <laughs> coloured. You know, she's put two and two together and got five. Still a little bit hazy. She's had a look well, at that's a fox. I think it's. It said that luckily said she thought it was a cat. The, the husband said so. She oh, didn't did, get oh, upset. Yeah. They don't have a cat. So <laughs> if she'd woke oh, up, there was a cat on her chest. She'd have woke. She'd have been quite calm. Oh, I would, I would never have let it out. I, oh, no, I, I can barely even. I can barely even imagine having a fox in the bedroom. That's yeah, <laughs> that's how limited my imagination <laughs> is. That I, I, I don't. I'm not a fan. You I don't, don't like the urban pelt. I do not like the urban fox. I think they're getting too cocky. They're too sort of assured. When you drive past them in London, and they sort of look at you as if to go, "Shall I move?" I don't know. And then they have a little think as if. Have we overtaken them yet in the food chain? No, I'll give them another six months, and they move out of the way begrudgingly. I know what you mean. I saw one, I, like I saw one early this morning on Whitehall, very near to Downing Street. Oh, political fox! Shouldn't be there. One crossing the road. Yeah. Like a political fox. Yeah. I saw one by Cash Point. 
I don't know if he was using it, <laughs> but I like that he was there. They're everywhere. I think we're talking oh. pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I don't know quite what pandemic means, but endemic seems to be a bit old-fashioned mm. now. Mm. Very pandemic. I, I have my doubts about that story. Do well, you? Yeah. It's just because she's from Birmingham and you feel... Well, when she said, and when I jumped out of the bed, I, I slipped on my fantastic Mix the Fox pyjama case. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I think I know what's... No, it, it just feels like a... Would it, would it be on your chest? Is that lightly? Oh, they can get everywhere. Yeah, but they, presumably it's after food, isn't it? She described it as a cheeky so-and-so. I like that. You don't often hear that expression. Do they? Are they, uh, are they germ carriers? Oh, oh heavens, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the combination of the bins and the... Uh, oh, a bit like a lice farm or something. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> and go to that element. They're disgusting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I imagine um, they used to make them into hats, didn't they, at one time? Foxes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And stoles. Yeah. Yeah? Mm. What What's that, like a collar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to talk about this for all this wedding minute. <laughs> <laughs> and they bark. Foxes? Yeah. Oh, they scream, don't they? Oh, oh God, yeah. they scream. And they have a lovely, innate cunning. <laughs> <laughs> you really like foxes. But if I were, uh, more or yeah. less every time I've woke up, uh, there's been a woman from Birmingham underneath me, I've screamed as well. <laughs> <laughs> we are Absolute Radio. And right now, you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. 